0: Welcome to Pondering with Peg, Episode 9. Tonight I'm joined by Bobby Bigsby. Bobby is a friend of mine that I have met through my son, Bill, who's been on the podcast before. And Bobby and I are just going to sit and have a chat. Um, We talk about a lot of our experiences when we're all together, so it's neat to get someone else's perspective. So, Bobby, have you what is your thought on spirituality? Um,
1: I believe, you know, in the sense of not just life after death, but in the sense of that there are spirits within us and around us. Um, for me growing up, it was more of a religious God that I believed in. And, um, I still do believe in it, but I also believe in, um, like, there's some other form of communication that I'm having with maybe people that are gone or, or just inner feelings that I can get, um, you know, whether I be praying to or just thinking about, um, people or situations, um, That's really, like, my understanding of it. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Well, don't you think that once you, like, we're all kind of raised in that religious aspect of it? So, we do, in a way, it's good because it gives us a bond with something other than ourselves, so we, we understand there is something more. Then we realize a lot of it has, you know, a lot of BS around it, so when we drop all that then we open up and that's when we realize that all the other spirits are around us and then we're open to that communication from them right now do you get feelings do you get words do you get or do you get all of it just in different forms like different ways
1: um mostly it's feelings um I haven't had a whole lot of words, Um, but I'll be thinking about, you know, maybe one of my best friends who passed away, and, like, I'll just start, like, I'll feel all right about it, you know, because for Mm -hmm. a while, I I was very... um, not accepting of the fact that he's gone you know and um now it's more like i feel him like i feel like he's still here with me
0: right
1: you know and um just this sense of serenity comes with that because i feel all right about it um and it's like i truly believe i will see him again you know Mm
0: -hmm. Um, yeah he's you you kind of in the beginning it's hard because the pain of not having them here mm -hmm. is the hard part Like for us, and you don't want them to be gone. But then, once you realize they're not really gone, right? um, And Bobby's talking about a very close friend of his, Josh, who Bill, my Bill, was friends with, and I had the, you know, the blessing to meet as well. I actually, his picture sits in my above my desk when I do my work, because I really do think that he has now become kind of a guide for all of us in a different ways like for you the bond is so strong and for bill he he guides him as well mm-hmm. and i think he has a part in my with me as well like yeah. i feel like he's around all of us
1: right
0: so that really helps when you start to realize that we're all never ending and bobby um, my husband and I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, I'll have to um, go into this in more detail some, some, for another podcast, but my husband and I had past life regressions and in my husband's past life regression, you were like his friend and you both served in the service together and he said that he's always felt from the first moment he ever met you that there was more of a bond. Like, he felt like he's known you before and that right. you knew he knew you really well. So, this isn't all of our... Like, we've gone around before probably all together. At least you and Bill have. <laughs> but probably we've all been yes. around a few times. I mean, I don't know if you believe in reincarnation. Not yeah. everyone does, you know. Um, but we do continue our journey once we leave here so have you had any other experiences um or in your family did and they ever talk about that kind of stuff or
1: um not so much talked. I, I feel like my family's very diverse in that aspect um i will say though like you know you, you mentioned voices and um but my grandmother had passed. Um. I remember a few days later. I had rolled. I was driving down the, um. The highway in Buffalo. Where she was from. And we passed the funeral home. In which, you know, we had the service and all that. And, um. I heard the bagpipes playing. The parking lot was empty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody. But I heard the bagpipes. And I, it just blew me away. I was probably only 13, 14 at the time. But, uh. When, when you mentioned that, like, I, I do believe, you know, there is messages being sent. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I believe in reincarnation.
0: And um, I, I think like when you had that message, sometimes it happens and you think, did I hear that? Or you feel comforted and it becomes a normal thing for you so that you don't really think of it as different. You know, you may hear something or feel something where somebody else wouldn't even open up to that, but you're so open, it's all coming at you, but you're kind of taking it in as that's the way it's supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like her giving you the music, you know, you hearing that and her probably, was she was probably the one, you know, orchestrating that, being like, yes, I'm, you know, I'm here to hear the music. Right, yeah. You know? It's it's really cool. It's um it's interesting and I think the more you go through in life on a personal level and the more you've dealt with, the more open you become. Absolutely. Yeah. So, do you have anything you'd like to talk about or um in general or do you have any questions for me or do you want to talk about some things? Um
1: I was um, curious to know what your thoughts were on the whole reincarnation thing. You know, do you believe in it, Mm -hmm. or, or...
0: Well, I don't... Did Bill ever tell you about why I kind of know it's true, how I know it's true? No. Okay. So, I have always known, and I'm not talking about, like, I wasn't regressed, or I... This isn't something that I I realized like five years ago. I have always known since birth, pre-birth, um, that I chose this life. I have the memory of choosing it, of being with God, and being shown different lives in um, and being in spirit form. Like there was, there weren't bodies around. It was just all communication and spirit. But I was shown like the lives in almost like a movie where I was shown like the different lives and I had a choice to pick which one I was coming into and like the lessons were all there like I kind of was told why I was coming in and but when I came in I knew I always retained the memory of choosing but not the memory of all the lives like how it would play out for me you know because you have to learn lessons yeah so i've always known and as a very little child like i told my mom um i chose you like i chose this life like at a real real tiny age so i've always known that and i could for the longest time bring myself back into that space Mm -hmm. of being with god and like realizing I chose it and I think that helped me um, going through a lot of like really you know really hard stuff growing up that the fact that I chose it somewhere in my mind was well you chose it there's a reason this is happening it's going to be okay but like you chose it so you have to deal you have to do it you have to go through it you have to deal with it so I think that helped me to Not like totally go off the deep end at times when things are really bad, um, because I've come close, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I connected it, I never connected it with reincarnation until recently, and I don't know why I never thought about it. I was at a class, um, over at Paris Study, and I was talking to one of the men there, and he said, uh, that or he was talking about his class about reincarnation, he was going to have a class, and, and I said, You do you know anybody who remembers the choosing? Like, And he kind of looked at me and he smiled. And it wasn't like, a, are you nuts? He was like, gave me a smile. And he said, I've never met anybody who remembers, but that's all part of it. Like the planning and the planning and then the coming in for each lifetime. And I said, well, I remember. And he was like, well, I've never met anyone who can remember without... Some people remember after they've been regressed into past lives, they'll go in between lives and maybe remember it or, or go through some of the planning stages, like go back to that. He's like, but I've never really met anyone who's who hasn't had the memory from the beginning. So all of a sudden I connected it going, oh, well, yeah, of course that's about reincarnation because I'm picking the life. So it wouldn't be the only one I could pick, you know. They you can come back and forth. and right. So then the more I learned about it, the more I was like, yeah, it seems really right to me that it happens, you know? Yeah. And how you meet people, and you're like, I know that person. Right. And you've never met them, but you have the strongest bond. Right. Or you don't like them. And you go, I don't know why I don't like that person, but I don't like them. Right. And they've never done anything wrong to me, but I don't like them. And usually that means that you've had an experience with them in another life that probably wasn't really pleasant yeah. so even though they're not this doing the same things in this life you're on your soul level or like yeah i remember you <laughs>
1: right
0: you know i remember you and i don't like it so i'm not gonna deal with it yeah. it's cool and religion depending on what faith you're brought up in you know some of them don't want to talk about it right. Right? they don't they're like oh no they don't want to because if you think about it, how can there be any kind of control if you know that, okay, I made mistakes. You just try and do the best you can. You make mistakes and you do better. But if you know you can come back or there's more, there's no way to threaten you or make you be like, um, manip- they can't manipulate you if you're like, no, that's not how it goes. We're here to learn do our best and then we'll come back learn some more right you know like you're not dying and going to hell right yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's so crazy uh uh-huh. it is just nuts and I'm sure you've met people in your life that you've known like you and Josh probably had lives together before because of the connection being so strong
1: yeah you know right I never really thought of it like that
0: yeah and some people like um, I know. I was at a meeting, and there was a, a gentleman there, and we were talking about how children, when you're you're really little, a lot of the kids will remember the past lives, and they'll say to their parents like, "Oh, I was a soldier, or I was an astronaut, or, or I, you know, I was a woman," or and the parents think they're just making it up. Mm-hmm. They think, "Wow, how would they know that? That's interesting." But and right. usually it's there, It's before they close off. Mm-hmm. So, this guy was saying that his granddaughter, he always thought it was strange, his granddaughter always called his son, his son, instead of, like, dad, by his first name, from, like, tiny, and no one told her to do that, Hi. and he said to her one time, like, why do you call your dad by his first name, and she said, oh, we've had a life before, and um, he was my husband, or he, uh, something like that, and... He was like, really? And she's like, yeah, we had a life before. But it was, we were different. Like, I, he wasn't my dad. Right. And he was like, wow. And he said, well, that kind of explained the way she talked to him. Almost like she was talking to him like she's known him as an adult. Right. It. It's just amazing. Yeah. You know, when you talk to kids, like they always say, that I always tell Billy with the kids. Like, you know, when they really start talking... If they say stuff like, don't discourage it. Be like, oh, you know, what did you do in a past life? Or, you know, right. how do you know that? Or,
1: yeah. That's interesting.
0: It makes you feel better about life in general. Yeah. It makes you feel a little more free. Absolutely. Because you only change. Like, when this goes, when the body goes away, you're just changing. You're not changing. The body is done. But the spirit and the energy are still moving. So from what I've I've been told, and this is just like from someone who deals with spirits a lot, who has a lot of contact with people who have crossed and dealing with helping to cross people over and the messages he receives from them and conversations he has. He was saying that um, when we leave here, that we kind of go to a place that is almost similar to here so that the transition's a little easier. Like, it looks kind of like here so yeah. that we're not in shock if we're not ready. Like, if we're a newer soul or we're not used to coming back and forth, we haven't been back and forth a lot, you kind of go into that where it's kind of like here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then as you realize, oh, okay, you know, I've passed. Like, my body's gone. And and then you kind of get used, oh, I know where I'm at. This is where I came from. And then you move into other realms or other levels right so it's pretty it's pretty neat to to think that and like how um we talk. we he was talking about suicide because a lot of people think that you know you're raised to think that people who kill themselves go to hell or it's it's a you know it's a mortal sin and all this bs um and you really you the reason it's it's not a good thing to do. There's a lot of good reasons, but one of the reasons is you do have a contract when you come in to fulfill the life and to do your lessons. But sometimes people don't can't, you know, if people can't handle it or something happens, he was saying that what happens is you don't go to hell. What happens is you come in and you're at the same level you came into this life as. So you actually reincarnate quicker. And you have to come back in, but you have to go through a similar experience because you have to learn to not make the choice to do it. Mm -hmm. So the more times you do it in the life, like each lifetime, if you continue to do it, you're going to keep coming back to the same stuff instead of coming back to something maybe nicer to deal with. Yeah. Just so you learn that like, I have to, can't break the contract, but not as a punishment, just as a learning experience. Right. And maybe if you come back in and you have done it, you actually, you're the, they're they're the counselors or they're the ones who had that like retained where they can sit down with people and say, you know, you really don't want to do it for men, a lot of reasons, but, you know, stay and work it out here no matter how dark it gets, just so that you don't have to come back into that again. The next time around you come into something lighter or different, you know? Yeah. But that that's so good to hear. For people that we know that have that has happened to, right? You know, um, you know that they're, you know, they're not being punished. They're just they're back probably back in already. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because he said that they usually come in pretty quickly again. Like they come back pretty quick. Right. They don't make them stay, you know, long. They let them come back in quickly to start again. Right. Yeah i don't know what your thoughts are we're talking about reincarnation and how um it's not just here we can reincarnate there there are also like we can also go to different planets because the universe is enormous so we can go to different places to study things or to learn different things and so it's not just here that we come into right you know and sometimes we have the choice to stay And not come back, but to be, like, be someone's guide. Yeah. You know, and be with them instead of coming back in at that time just to help people, to help the people who are living now because you've had the experience of life, so you can guide them. Right. Because you kind of know what they're going through. Yeah. You understand it more.
1: Right, absolutely.
0: So, you know, that's always really exciting to think You know, how many times have I been here?
1: Right. Yeah. And, like, I definitely can relate to what you were saying about... Never met you in my life, right? But when we finally do meet, it's like... I kind of already know you, right? Um, And that's happened to me... Not frequently, but... Here and there. And it's like, you just feel that connection right away.
0: Yeah, Um, and it's not like you just... It's not like... Because you meet people and you like them because they're nice, but you don't might not have that connection. Yeah. And other people, you're like, this person, like, he gets me, or I feel like I've known them so long, I'm so comfortable. Right. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Bern. Hmm. Um. Bern is a friend of ours, and um, she's funny. I think I may have talked about Bern on the podcast before, and she'll be on. Um, she's going to come on as on one as well. The first time she came to this house uh, was, I guess it was last year, when we had um, Kathy come to do readings. And I'd only met Byrne, like, briefly at something else. Like, I hadn't had time to really talk to her or anything. And she came in, and she, like, took her shoes off. It was like she lived here forever. Right. And ever since then, we've, like, we just had an immediate... Connection, you know, like we had been friends forever. Now, you know, Bern is my son's age, right? So it's not like I had known her or we hung out or, um, or we have things in common because of age. We just like knew we had to have like met before. Like this couldn't be just it. And she has an experience where she. Uh, one of her past lives, she actually can, she goes back into it on her own where she was burned at the stake as a witch. And, um, she said that she knew me from there. She said, I remember being burned at the stake and looking at you across in the crowd and, and mouthing the words run. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, and I thought, well, that's so funny because the things that we talk about or the things that we're we're both um, like to talk about or the spiritual side or the magical side in the sense of, um, you know, more the intuition or the things that happen and uh, how she loves the oils. And, uh, you know, I very much like the crystals and we Mm -hmm. both kind of talk about those things. And I think, well, that makes sense. Right. That if we shared a life... As what they would have called witches, but it would have just been maybe healers or right. people who who helped people with yeah. natural things. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. And that's why I think it's so, like, Bill has brought all these people into our lives that we've had lives with before. Yeah. Like you and my husband, mm-hmm. Bern and I. And that's pretty fascinating. Right. Um, that that happens. And Bill, I guess there was someone else uh, that works with you guys who was in one of Bill's lives as well. And that was an interesting story. I have to get Bill on um, to tell his reincarnation story. Yeah. Because my husband isn't one to go, he doesn't go and do readings a lot and he doesn't, um, in fact, I don't know if he's ever done one, so he's going to do one soon. But I was shocked when he said he would do a past life regression. Yeah. But I think he really wanted to know if he was going to be, a, he felt he was a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> like he, so he's like, I want to find out if I was a pirate. But he had such um, an experience. Like he was so open to it that he was going in and out of these lives so easily and remembering things in such detail.
1: Yeah.
0: Which to me was, like I had I, I had a lot of detail in mind, but not to the extent he had Right, he was so open to it
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: so once you for him to be so excited and, and to have all these experiences and then to realize that there are people that he works with now like you and him like he was so he's like you know you, you went into war together you went into battle together you know in the life that you were in and uh, it was such a bond that that just carried into this life
1: yeah I I definitely can relate to that um I haven't had you know a look into my past life but man like whether it's your husband or your son it's just like that bond was always there um and it's like one of them bonds you just can't explain you know um it's like, it's deeper than just getting to know them. Like, you feel like, like I said already, like, you feel like you actually know them. And, um, I don't have that with a whole lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm more of the, I read people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you get it. You get them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's certain people that I just, you know, I'm polite to and cordial with, right. but there's certain limits that where I'm going to have to draw the line because Mm -hmm. there's just something about them.
0: Right. And sometimes their energy, their vibration is lower. And that doesn't mean that they're, they're less than, uh, than like you or, or me or someone like they may just be coming in. They may have only had one or two lives. So they haven't yet experienced enough that their vibrations get high enough so you pick up on that. And and sometimes you have to say, okay, um, you know, I can't be around that kind of energy because I have to keep my vibration high. That's our job. Yeah. To keep our vibration as high as we possibly can. Absolutely. And you can't have that come in. It doesn't mean that you don't care about that person or that you wouldn't help them or care about them. But you can't have them bring your vibration down. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, and I mean, I I'm, I would help anybody, you know, mm-hmm. good or bad vibration. Right. But,
0: but that that's why we have that intuition to yeah. say, yeah, something's telling me no.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: no, you know, I'm just not gonna get involved with it or with you, and that's it. I'm done. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's it's weird. Um, like like you said, I don't think I'm better than anybody, or or I'm above them or anything. No. It's just. That vibe's not there sometimes. Right. And you
0: have the right, people don't think um, they have the right to disassociate, but you do.
1: Absolutely. You know, yes. you're
0: not being mean, you're not being unkind, no. but you have that right to follow your truth and do what you're supposed to do. And that doesn't mean you have to have everybody, you know, like some people feel they have to have 7,000 friends. Yeah but none of them are good friends or, yeah. or the kind of people that are helping them in their purpose in life. Right. And they just keep, and they wonder why they're not moving forward or they're stuck. Yep. Like more on a, on a spiritual level. Yep. And that's why, because they're so afraid to say, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to hang out with you or I really, you know, nice to meet you, but that's where it ends, yeah. you know?
1: Absolutely. And yeah, I go through that quite often, you know? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Not so much as the whole I have to have so many friends because, like, I've done that before. Yeah. I want everybody to like me and and I want this person to accept me. But it wasn't for who I really am. And, um, you know, through time I learned, you know, just be who you are. And and the right people are going to stay around you. Um, and it's like when I was trying to impress everybody, I was miserable, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like now I'm at this point in my life where I've been through a lot and, and I know what I like and, and I like it, you know? And mm-hmm. if I don't like it, I, I'm okay without
0: it. Yeah, me that's too. That's just where I'm at. When I was younger, I was the same way. Like, I, you know, I'd love to be out and I wanted everyone to, you know, be around me or like me or want me to come out with them. Mm-hmm. And, and you do stupid things that to just to be part of that or to make people think you're cool because you know you're when you're young you're dumb like that but as you get older and once you realize you don't need that it's like a weight lifts off your shoulders you're like i don't need this bs anymore absolutely you know i i'm good with the friends that i have that have been around some I may not have seen in a while or some I don't see all the time but we're still friends we're just busy in life and when we get together we're still close and still care about each other but we all kind of do our thing but I don't need that other stuff anymore right it's just it's more fun to go to be around people that you really want to be with yes and you feel comfortable yeah being yourself and being you know whether you're silly or you're in a bad mood, they don't care. Yeah, they're just happy you're there, even if you're in a bad mood. Right. Yeah. Just because they're happy you're you're with them.
1: Absolutely.
0: So we're gonna have to get you all into some things. Bobby's gonna come. We're gonna have a reading, some readings done at the house. So he's gonna come and do that. Yeah. I'm excited. And I'll have to get you over to Paris study over in Chester Heights. I think you'd like that. Yeah. Just to like go over and just hang out a little bit, you know, get you and Bill to go over.
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah. Jess has been over uh, for a reading and, but it's an, it's a really cool group of people. Everyone is very different, but when they start having conversations, um, you just feel so comfortable because everyone kind of gets it. Yeah. You know, and they accept each other for who they are, and uh, they have some really cool, really cool things going on. I went to a seance. I don't know if Bill told you that I went to a seance. Uh-uh. Um, I, it was the weekend before Halloween, and uh, my girlfriend and I signed up to go over for the seance. And when we got there, there were only five of us total for that night. Um, we had the night that had the least amount of people. So it's this big old Victorian house. It's really cool, but we're the only five people in it. And we're going to do a séance,
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have no idea what's going on. Like, what's, how is this going to work? And um, so there was a medium there, and four of us to do the to do the séance. And here, what the what it was was it wasn't like what you see on TV where they're like, is anyone in the room? You Know, knock on the wall. It was through the medium, spirits that knew us, right, that were attached to us, and like whether it be friends or family, were called in if anyone came to have to give us a message. Yeah, and um, it was really cool because we all got these messages that were phenomenal and. I had never done that before because they had a board, and I, I am—I do not think that anyone should ever mess with a Ouija board. Don't buy one. Don't like. I am totally against that. Always happen. Like it's just not. You don't want to bring stuff in when you don't know what you're doing. You don't want to play with one because it can bring stuff in that you can't get rid of, or you have to then have someone help you get rid of it. Right. Um, and it's weird because they sell it as a as a game. Yeah. So we went over, and she was telling us how it was going to work, and all of a sudden I saw she had a board. Now, it wasn't a Ouija board, but it was a letter board. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can stay. Like, this is something I don't right. do. But I know that at Paris Study, they don't allow um, people to play with that kind of stuff there. So what happened was when she opened, she said, I use this so we can get the message, the letters, the messages. But she did like this huge protection prayer and like protected us so that nothing negative could come through and it was only, you know, allowed to have only good and people that we were aware of, yeah. that we knew. So I felt more comfortable because I realized she understood what she was doing with it. So I stayed because I thought, well, I'm going to try it. And uh, she had us like put our fingers on the glass and it moved and you know the three of us that came together we kind of looking at each other on all right who's moving it like, yeah are you moving it is right. she moving it like we're all giving each other like a hairy eyeball gone really is this moving or is someone else moving it yeah so and then she had she's like she took her hand off it and it slowed down so we're thinking oh she's moving it and then she called on her guide and all of a sudden this thing went Crazy, Like, it was moving in circles really fast to the point where I would, my finger was sliding off. So you couldn't, it was going so fast you couldn't manipulate it. Right. So, they, you know, then it just started, you call the letters out as it's going. But we were getting messages in full sentences. Wow. Yeah. Not like a yes, no. Yeah. Couple letters where you're trying to figure out the name. Is yeah. it Tom? Is it Tim? It was like full-blown messages in wow. sentence form. It was really cool. So, maybe next year I'll get you to come over. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it wasn't scary because when we left, um, Bill was away, so I came home to the empty house just me and the dog and I thought, "Oh, that was smart." Yeah. <laughs> right. But I was fine because the message came through. It was from my grandfather, so it was from someone that I was comfortable with. Okay. Yeah. So it was cool but you would like it over there and uh you're so open and i'm glad that you stay open that you listen to those messages yeah do you ever get the song verses um like where do you get them
1: yeah that's actually another story um a friend of mine uh kenny had passed away um I don't, I think I was with either Josh or Daryl, but we were driving, we were just reminiscing about him, and at the time, his favorite song was some Eminem song, and um, right after we got done talking about it, I hit Shuffle, and that song came on, like, Uh Josh thought that I went and looked for it and hit play, like, I didn't, like, it was one out of 5,000, but that song came on. that's
0: the one that showed up.
1: Yeah. I just got this chill. I'm like, whoa. like, yeah. You know, it's just little signs like that that I... Um, yeah. I, I feel something. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah, you know, especially um, that's something that's a good point. Like, when you get a chill, um, that's usually confirmation that you're right. Yeah. That the message that you think you're getting is correct. Right. Or if you're discussing something that you're trying to figure out, if did I hear that? Or you're talking to somebody if you get goosebumps that's usually a sign that it, you're right like yes you're correct that's what happened interesting yeah it's it's really neat i love the music i love when they come through in music yeah because it really hits you you know right. especially when you get that like you know you have ipods that we all have them that are packed with music right that one song is going to show up first yeah in a shuffle exactly You know, as you're all talking about someone. Yeah. Yeah, that I love.
1: That's wild. I think we may have even mentioned the song while talking about them. Yeah. And then boom,
0: it comes on. I was like, no way. Yeah. It's so cool. I had, uh, I love it because they give me messages. The messages I get a lot are song verses. Like I will work on somebody or I'll be talking to somebody. And all of a sudden this random song like a verse will come in my head and it won't stop. And I'm like, why am I, what? Why am I thinking about that song? Like, why is it stuck in my head? And why did it just pop in? Yeah. And usually if I tell that person, they're connected to it. Interesting. Yeah. They'll, they'll be like, oh my God, that song is, you know, one that my dad played or I was friends with or
1: right. like
0: my friend loved or, you know, I love that song, and when this happened, that song was on. So it's so funny how that just pops in your head. I, I worked with a girl at Radnor, and she, she wasn't there very long, but she was just a, the sweetest girl. Her name was Laura, and she was getting ready to change jobs. She had gotten another job, and um, she was going, it was her last day at work. And I'm getting in the shower, and all I can hear is this old-fashioned song, Tell Laura I Love Her like an old song and it's playing in my head and it's playing in my head and I'm like what the hell is that like why am I so I even said out loud I'm like why am I getting this song and they kept it up and it kept up and I kept hearing it and um I went into work and I was like you know Laura I don't know if you believe in anything but I just I can't I just have to tell you this this song won't stop playing in my head it's tell laura i love her and she looked at me and she burst out crying wow and i was like what is it and she's like my grandmother sang that to me all the time and her grandmother had passed wow and she's like i know what i know it's her and i'm like and as soon as she as soon as i confirmed it with her the song left like i didn't have it playing in my head anymore
1: right
0: so i love the music aspect of it absolutely yeah yeah, I was one day I was leaving for work and um I was doing a protection prayer. And I was asking uh Archangel Michael to to please protect me with white light and to be with me. Because sometimes I have rough days and you know, it's I think we take on other people's energies around us. Yes. So we have to protect ourselves so we don't soak in their negativity or whatever's bothering them. So That morning, I really felt like I needed to protect myself. So I got in the car, and I just prayed and said, you know, please protect me. I turn on the radio, and all I hear is, um, I'm only one call away. Mm -hmm. I'll be here to save the day. Superman's got nothing on me.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was like...
1: Crazy.
0: He just answered me. Like, he's (laughs) saying... Yep. I'm here, and you know right. I'm here to protect you. So don't worry about it.
1: That's wild. I got to pay more attention.
0: Pay more attention. Keep my to mind the music. More open. You know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, the music. Um, the music school. Do you ever get the touching? Uh-huh. Anybody ever touch it? Like, do you ever oh, feel yes. like? Do you ever get the? Who just touched me? Who just poked me? Yeah. And you go, no one's there, and you're like, who? Who poked me? Right. And then uh, Bill. Uh, Bill laughs because there have been times where he'll be, like, messing with me, kidding around, or, like, joking with me, but it's really annoying me. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he'll be like, ow. And he looks at me and he goes, did you do that? I'm like, how can I do that? I'm across the room. He's yeah. like, yeah, but you sent someone to do that. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I said, but somebody's telling you not to mess with me. Right.
1: <laughs> and, and I believe in that aspect as well. Um, like... There's been situations that I've been in, not so much to touch, but like at the end that you said, you sent somebody.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And even on my way over here, um, the light turned yellow. I'm driving down Route 3. I'm going by 55. And a car turned left in front of me. And there was a car in front of that car turning. And it stopped. Probably middle of my lane. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got around this car, but I did and, um I just I felt like life slowed down for a second. I went left to go around it, and my car drifted-
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it, it I cleared it like I wish I could have videotaped that, yeah, and I get these thoughts all the time, like somebody is with me, yeah. protecting me because there's so many just unexplainable incidences or situations that I've just gotten out of, and I'm like somebody's looking out for me you know yeah
0: and after it happens you think how did that just happen right like you said it feels like time slows enough for you to be protected like they've slowed it down so you can get around it (laughs) and afterwards or like when you're driving somewhere and all of a sudden you're there right and you're like i don't even remember getting here yeah Because your mind is busy, or and you realize that somebody was helping you because you weren't paying, you were off somewhere in your head, maybe thinking about work or life, and all of a sudden you're at work and you're like, I don't even remember getting here, I don't remember driving down that road. Yeah, that always freaks me out. Yeah, I deal with that because I'm like, oh my god, how do I, I feel really strange? Like, I got here and I don't remember going because I go down like Sprawl Road every day or whatever road. And I'm like, I don't even remember going down there. I don't remember stopping at the lights. I don't right, remember. Right. Yeah. But yet you're there, and you're yeah. at work or you're home, and you're like, oh, how'd that happen? It's wild. It really is wild. It's it's fun though. Like the more you open up to it, the more you're like, wow, there's some really cool stuff that can happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I think everybody could use that. Yeah, In reality, just
0: and and what's cool, like getting back to reincarnation and choosing the life, I found that um, it's helped me more as the more I think about it as an adult too. You realize that all right, we choose our life. So you care about someone, and their life is shorter than you would like, but you realize, oh, they chose that.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I'm lucky that I was got to be a part of that life. And you feel so bad for them, but then you think, oh, well, they knew coming in, um, what happened, like, especially it's hard enough with people we love, but when tragedy happens, um, like 9-11 and, um, these shootings and, yeah, and you realize that these souls chose that coming in and, and not... And it sounds it's not to sound cold, but because they you still have to mourn for them, even though they chose it it was a horrible way to go or to have happen to them. But they chose it to show us a lesson, they're teaching us a lesson. They're saying you need to fix this problem.
1: Yeah.
0: Like they sacrificed their life here, and made it shorter ahead of time, like they knew going in, but they didn't but they're unaware when it happened. So it is a tragedy because they're they don't they're not in a state where oh I chose this so yeah. I know this is what I'm doing. They're unaware at the time, um, but like they're doing it to show the world like you this really needs to stop. Like this incident happened and it's got to stop. You have to do something about it. Yeah. But they're making a sacrifice for us. If that makes sense, I don't know if it makes sense, but yeah. Um, but it's still, I mean, still horrible tragedy. I mean, it just makes me sick in my stomach when I see that stuff because it's stuff that shouldn't have to happen.
1: Right.
0: You know, souls mm-hmm. shouldn't have to come in to get us to wake up. We yeah. should be woken up already. Right. You know, and a
1: lot of that's being ignored right now. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it really is. It's just, um, you know, I thought this whole thing with the football players and how everyone, really, you know, got so upset, you know, what? and whatever your opinion is, it's your opinion. But, you know, Facebook was flooded with, so you know, oh, you know, they took a knee, they protested, which they have every right to do, but I understand some people are upset at the way they did it. But, and it was weeks and weeks of Facebook stuff and yeah. Facebook stuff. You have mass murder, children, families... I haven't I haven't seen much on Facebook about that. No. They're not flooding it with, oh, this is wrong. We need to do something. You will get, occasionally somebody will put something on and say, we need to wake up. Yeah. But it's not the mass population. No. You know, all throwing in, you know, let's fix this. Let's do something.
1: Right.
0: You know, not as much as they cared about, you know, somebody protesting at a football game. Right. You know, all those people who are dead and the children and the families... Are gone, and you know, it was you know you might have seen one or two things, and you won't see anything until yeah. something else happens.
1: Right.
0: So that kind of says you know, we we have some issues.
1: Absolutely.
0: So I we need to. Agree with we that. need to fix it. But that's my political stance for the night. I don't get too political. I
1: hear you on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> People, everyone has their opinion. Yes. And they're allowed to. Absolutely. But we can all agree that we need to keep each other safe.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm so glad you joined me tonight, Bob, for Thank the you podcast. For having I've you. been bugging Bobby for a while. <laughs> and I'm sure it won't be the last. It'd be cool to have uh, get you and Bill together. Yeah. And maybe I can get uh, my husband in as well, because I think the three of you have a lot to, to share.
1: Yeah.
0: So it was great to have Bobby here and uh join me next time i'll be live from paris study talking about runes um which is going to be pretty cool it's going to be a neat discussion i have a lot to learn about runes i have i have bought runes but i don't know much about them so it'll be a great lesson and that's with uh, margie royal at paris study so until then remember be the light